You got the chill. The chill, the chill, the chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> Adult film stars, Matt Hamilton. You know, bears don't make me happy anymore. Best case scenario, Matt Hamilton, is I'm polyamorous at some point where I'll love the bears and the Chiefs. But right now, trial separation with the bears. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Rutledge and Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. And you can I want to talk more about you cracking open. We're presented by Coors Light. If the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's crushed. Like, Way to turn your microphone on, man. <laughs> you had the beer ready. You opened that beer up that into, smart, right? into a yeah, non-open yeah. mic. It? Did you get me in time? Uh, oh, did I get your no. mic in time? No. no, no, no. That was just me playing the hockey of the uh, beer opening. Oh, no. I, I didn't think that my beer opening was three-second delay in my own ear. Well, considering <laughs> that you forgot to turn your own mic on, I'm not sure what you're if you got me. It's like, how much of that did you get? Uh, <laughs> not much of it, I promise. And that's Crush of Gore's Light. Oh, God. We crushed that. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, I... <laughs> been a minute since I had a Coors Light. I'm really looking forward to this, guys. I was just a little antsy. All right. So how, have we posted our secondary Iron Jack Bowl question? Yes, it is posted over at how have you and it? Matt. How have you it? Um, I posted it. Uh, give me one moment and I'll let you know. <laughs> how long ago Gold did you write this? Brain. <laughs> well, it was, uh, it, it, it's, a lot's been going on, all right? I've been reading the dictionary over here, making sure I got my <laughs> definition of whipped correct. It's in the dictionary. Uh, urban dictionary. Um, but uh, our second Iron Jack What, de- what uh, definition did you come up with then? Oh, that I come up with? Well, what Dictionary? was Urban Dictionary say? Oh, well, let me scroll Which back down over there. Which one do you want first? Do you want the, the Urban Dictionary or the... Yeah, the you asked for a poll, now you asked for Urban poll Dictionary. Poll first, then Urban Dictionary. Okay. <laughs> today. All right, well, our second Iron Jack poll on Jim and Matt today. Uh, are Packers fans blind when evaluating Jordan Love's first blind? three starts? Did you not say blind? Season. blind? You did Love, not say no, Love, are Packers... All right. Uh, I may have made a couple spelling mistakes. You Yeah. So um, I actually said our Packers. Oh, my God. Get it down. Take it down. <laughs> our Packers love blind when evaluating Jordan Love's first two starts this season. Take it down. I can't handle it. 844-770-3776. Our first Iron Jack poll question. Our Packers fans love blind when it comes to evaluating Jordan Love. Jordan and Madison says, Jordan and Madison says yes, I'm cutting him some extra slack, but winning helps Give out that slack, which is a fair point. It is interesting but that where field goal the goes extra slack. Well, set it that side. If the field goal goes in, and then what? Then Jordan loves a loser and a bum. Well, that's what I, that's what I mean. Is yeah. uh, we still didn't hear anything when they took the L against Chris from Manitowash Waters chimes in. Yeah, but Matt Jordan Love doesn't come with the added drama and baggage that warrants Rogers criticism. It is true. You he made his own bed with that. Uh, Darren Deerfield okay. chimes in. Did anyone else notice how many of Love's big play passes were 50-50 balls that the receivers made great catches on? He's not firing lasers into tight windows. That was Don and Madison also said the same thing. I want to give you some context here in the Matt Hamilton. 
we'll we'll get into it. The good for Jordan Love, then there is good for Jordan Love. Yes. He is third in the league in overall touchdowns. He's tops of the league touchdown interception ratio, 13th in the league in QB rating, top uh, 10 in the league in QBR. And this one is interesting to me. I don't know if this is how much goes to Jordan Love, how much goes to the offensive line and Matt LaFleur. He is the least sacked starting quarterback in the NFL. That's awesome. That's great for him. Uh, so then the other part of it here is he is tied for 17th in the league yards per attempt. He is tied for 18th in the league yards per game. He is 19th in the league for attempts. This all screams the Packers and Matt LaFleur are very much keeping the, uh, they're keeping the uh, governor on for right. Jordan Love. They haven't taken that off. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Maybe they're trying to ease him into it. Maybe they don't trust him. We don't know. 33rd, only in front of Zach Wilson by a percent as far as completion percentage. So it's a mixed bag with Jordan Love. There's plenty to love. 13th QB rating, top 10 QBR, third in touchdown interception, or third in touchdowns, uh, number one or right there, touchdown interception ratio, and the least sacked NFL quarterback in the league right now. So that's those are all positives. Great. And so I'm so I want to make sure we're talking about those. But the question is, are we love blind? Because we are ignoring and we're not applying equal weight to, and maybe we don't need to, the yards per attempt, yards per game, completion percentage, and the overall attempts. Right. So I don't really put a whole lot of stock in the yards per game because that one of the year the I think the second year Rodgers won the MVP in the in the in the later half I know he's won four but the the back two the second one he wasn't like lighting the world on fire as far as yards he was just extremely efficient and had a great ratio but he was he was throwing for 250 it, to yards me it just game. all paints a, a story this case with jordan love that the governor's on we've, mm-hmm. we've watched the games the governor's on with this offense i mean i think if we saw jordan love sling the pill 35 times 40 times a game we would it would be an issue we're like we're matt lafleur has a script and it is a balanced offense he's not going to put too much on aaron jones and he's not going to put too much on jordan love the two of them have to work symbiotically because one without the other is not going to work. Jay Love Believer chimes in. Look at the window of the last play of the Atlanta game. Seventh round uh, dropped the fourth and 15. Windows are very tight. He has made some incredible throws that have been dropped. Jay Love Believer, I agree with that, but the Torre is not it. Like, that was not a good throw. Like, that was really stretched out. Now, he had, to, and on that same drive, like, don't pick that one. On that drive, either him or Jay, uh, uh, Reed screwed up the read on the pass because they ran the wrong route. He threw over, airmailed a guy, went 0 for 4, didn't move an inch with the game on the line. J-Love Believer, you are right, though. I mean, the, the touchdown he threw to Romeo Dobbs uh, this last game and against Chicago, those were tight window, really good throws. Yeah. The Torrey one, that ain't it. But I, I agree with and you, no J-Love Believer. Uh, absolutely, he's had some good throws. That's and, not me. That's Darren Deerfield pointing out the 50-50. Look, sometimes that's just what you have to do. You throw right. 50-50 balls and hope your receivers make plays. Right, 100%. And the last thing we want to be pegged as as a show is who's like, we, we think Jordan Love is good. I know he can make these throws. I've, we've seen him throw in tight windows, but the guy hasn't done it consistently enough yet for us to, for me, to have any confidence. Like, let's just go back in time again, just a little bit. You go back to that Atlanta game with a minute left and the ball. How many times were you thinking you left Rodgers too much time on the clock? That was a mistake scoring as fast as you did. Remember the Dallas game? How many times? It just, until we can see Jordan Love go through that, those progressions in that fourth quarter when, it's, when it, 
you know, backs against the wall in that situation, it'd be great. He did fine. He did fine this week. His stats weren't outrageous, but the team did good. Everybody was able to do their part. Dobbs came up massive on that catch, but it was also a great throw. Like, it's a good team thing, but I'm just not ready to ignore the blemishes that Jordan Love has had when when that is, like, all we looked for in the last three years. And granted, yes, Rodgers might have deserved a little extra flack, but to, to for what the guy says off the field and when he gives you slightly less than what he has on the field to say he's, like, bad now, that, 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 that's crazy. And now we're looking at Jordan Love putting up worse numbers than uh, Rodgers did last year, and ev- everyone's talking about how he's the next guy. I'm not saying he's not. But we are definitely love blind and giving him way more of a leash than we gave our last quarterback. Uh, Warsheim was out to sabotage you. So he posted the question. <laughs> so I think we've talked about this before behind the scenes. If it's not sports related, we don't post it on ESPN Madison. Right. He posted our Packers fans love blind when evaluating Jordan Love's first three starts this season. From his burner account. From Rutledge and Hamilton. <laughs> that is a sports question. And he did not properly like quote love blind. Like he's trying to sabotage you, Matt Hamilton. You can work that out with him. Rutledge is an he's idiot guy. He's been trying to sabotage me in. since we brought him in. We Look. are not love blind. We thought he might be a serviceable QB to start out. He's been much better than that. Uh, he's won that. He won that game last weekend, and he's only going to get better with the experience. We're excited. You know what, Rutledge is an idiot guy. Be excited. I, I, yeah, no. I'm not saying don't be excited. Uh, we're excited but I'm saying too. These well, are real. Maybe not Jim. I'm excited. Right. I am excited for Jordan Love. I, just, I am too. Honestly, I, I am. just don't think that we like. We can't look at it and only t- cherry-pick the good stats. That's all we're saying on a Tamper Down Tuesday. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> look, is it fair to say that Packers fans are just so in love with Jordan Love that they would do anything for him, including allow themselves to be manipulated and controlled, often <laughs> having the results happen in a severe detachment from friends and family as the relationship becomes all-consuming oh, with their quarterback? This guy. Maybe. What kind of whip does that that would be the Urban Dictionary definition of whipped, or Packers fans' definition of whipped, perhaps, about Jordan Love. In Aaron Rodgers' first year as a starter, he completed, rounding up here, 64% of his passes for 4,000 yards passing in, in 16 games, uh, a QB rating of 93.8, and a yards per attempt of nearly 8. So, Granted, that's all? Two so, things. Two things with that set. One, we're only three weeks in. Jordan Love can get better. He might. I mean, I don't know if he's going to reach four thousand yards, but he I'm can not reach a lot he's not of the other get better. I'm just saying, like, are we going to acknowledge the other stuff, or are we just all washing it away? Well, that's that, all. And that's kind of, I think, where this the love blind thing comes in because a lot of the bad stats are getting pushed under the rug. They're getting set. We're we're saying that hey, it's still early for those, but all the stats that are great, it's like QBR top five in the league. But this that's not is, that's not early, Matt. That's not early. The good stats are on time, and they're good for the whole year. Bad stats, they'll get better. <laughs> no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The good stats are good right now. And the they'll stay good. The bad stats are a little, a little premature no, 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 to not, judge not, them. Not. What everyone is saying is the good things will only stay good, and nobody will figure out Jordan Love. He will not regress to a mean. And the stats, the bad stats, will all turn good. Those will all improve. Yes. Everything will be I mean, good. That's, that's what I'm hoping for, too. Hey, look, I get it. I honestly understand it because that's all you know. And maybe that's the case. That's all Bear fans know. I, we know the opposite. Well, all we know well, is that it's going to get worse. But honestly, Well, you know it's going to get worse, but you hope it gets better. But if, for me, for Jordan Love, like, I'm fine with this. Because I, my stand, I said this before, 
that Packer fans, your standard, and maybe it could hurt you at some point, is that you've had elite. Uh, all I want is not elite. Not elite means we Bears could, I mean, the Bears have their own problems. But if they ever did pull their heads out of their behinds and put together a functional football program, I don't see elite. I see good. I see, I see a guy, as I said before, this is my stance on Jordan Love right now. And at the end of the year, I'll readdress it. But right now, I would say Jordan Love looks like a guy you can win with, but not because. You can win a Super Bowl with Jordan Love. I don't think you're going to win a Super Bowl because of Jordan Love. So if you're going to win a Super Bowl with Jordan Love, you got to do it in the next couple of years because then he's going to get expensive because he's going to get paid. That, I, would, I would describe Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I mean, I like to think he's better than Daniel Jones, and Daniel Jones just got $45 million a year. Right. Right. And Daniel Jones, I don't even know what he's doing this year. I feel like he's not as good this year. Oh, he's been – the Giants are brutal. Well, I know the Giants are brutal. He is brutal this year, too. Yeah. Uh, but Daniel Jones, he's better than Daniel Jones. I will give you that because Daniel Jones was very much a, a, a governor quarterback. He threw for 3,000 yards, completed 67% of his passes, but only threw for 3,000 yards and only 15 touchdowns. That is a full-on governor on Daniel Jones. Right. Jordan Love is better than Daniel Jones. I totally agree. But, like, if we're going to win, but you're not going to do it before you got to pay Jordan Love $45 million a year. Mac Jones completed 68% of his passes for 3,800 yards and 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, with a QB rating of 92.5 his first year as Patriots starter. He did ball out his rookie year. He wasn't bad last year. He came back to earth a little. I mean, he came back to earth, but he wasn't bad. Right. Mac right. Jones is a certain. He's got five touchdowns, two interceptions this year, 65% completion percentage, at 88 rating. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not, not bad. Terrible. You can no. win football games with him. Yeah. I believe the Patriots are only one and two, though. At yeah, but who time, they played? They played the Jets, they've played the Dolphins, and then who they play week one? They. I don't Bills? Know. No. No, they didn't play the Bills. I don't know. Uh, I'll look it up. Anyways, the Dolphins look like a juggernaut. You know who else is a juggernaut when it comes to helping your home or your business? That's our friends at Revive Restoration. That's right, because nobody plans for accidents to happen, but when they do, you can count on Revive Restoration to be professional, efficient, and detail-oriented as they make things right again. From things like water damage, fire, smoke, mold, storm damage, even asbestos removal, and a whole lot more, Revive Restoration has your home covered 24-7, 365 days a year. There's no project too big or too small, so the next time you need help restoring your home or business to its former glory, Revive Restoration has your back. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Madison chimes in. Hearing this stats debate just makes me realize how bad mathematics education is in the country. I'll be honest, I don't even know where we screwed up, Matt Hamilton. But it sounds like data. Pat uh, says we screwed something up here, which I will, I will, I will take that because I don't know any real context. To these. I mean, neither of us pulled up the ESPN thing and then started doing the math on it on our own. These are all pulled off the internet. Yes, so if it is, true. then we got a bad source from it. Sorry, we didn't... Me and Jim aren't putting our collective mind, math brains together to try and come up with these numbers. I am a journalism and multicultural studies uh, graduate. And I have two I degrees from Florida Atlantic uh-huh. University. Neither one of those involved math at all. I was told there would be <laughs> no math. 
on this show. This is Rutledge <laughs> and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. And we have Primetime Wollersheim just screwing things up back there behind the glass. Second hour <laughs> yes. curse for Primetime. Rip and Rona chimes in. Still love love. And I'm not saying you shouldn't love love. Rip and Rona chimes in. This might be revisionist history, but didn't Rodgers have a bunch of comeback games like Love did on Sunday, only to have the defense give up the game, losing score? Kind of to Rip. Not the same way. Aaron Rodgers had like really explosive games. These weren't like, hey, I didn't score for three quarters, and then we score 18 in the fourth because the defense held us in it. It was Aaron Rodgers did. He started like 1-8 or maybe even 1-10, but it was like all of those were on the defense. All of them were on the defense. Like Aaron Rodgers, basically, the case would have been, let's say Jordan Love would have lost. Like That happened to Aaron Rodgers over and over again. Yeah. That then the Saints go in and kick that field goal, go ahead and then Jordan Love loses. Straight opposite of what happened with the Vikings last year. Yes. All those one-score yes. games, Rodgers was yes, on the Yes, that definitely happened to, to Aaron Rodgers, but... I think if we're all honest with ourselves, there was a there was a vibe, there was a feel, there was electricity to Aaron Rodgers that we all kind of felt and saw yeah. immediately. Well, also, I'm yeah. starting to feel some electricity for Jordan Love. I, I, he has definitely exceeded my expectations. Well, like, exceeding expectations is I different than like electricity. put a pretty low bar down for him. So that's what I mean. So yeah, I feel a spark right now. Okay, so to me, electricity is like Aaron Rodgers looked like, oh, God, from my perspective, this guy could be really good. Yeah. Like, I'm I mean, like he could be like the next, like, he looks elite. And he was. He was a, he was debatably should have been the first overall pick. He was right there in that discussion. Right. The 49ers went with Alex Smith, and then he fell a little bit because of an unfair concern about his coach, um, Tedford, who had coached Carr, uh, David Carr, and uh, also had coached um, Bollinger. Bollinger? No, not Bollinger. Bollinger. Kyle, the guy for the Ravens quarterback, Kyle Bowler. Kyle Bowler. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Trent Dilfer. All those guys had bad careers. People freaked out about Rodgers. But he was viewed as a number two guy. Right now, Jordan Love sits squarely as the fifth best quarterback in that draft. Doesn't mean he won't be good, but like that part is also real. You also can believe in him. You can love him. And you can really enjoy playing for him. Look, I promise you, 49er fans like Brock Purdy. Oh, and that's yeah. what I, that's what I feel like when I watch Jordan Love play. I feel Brock Purdy vibes. You know what Brock Purdy does? He's got moxie. He's got uh, understanding of the offense. He's a quick processor. He's got limitations, but he's he gets the job done for them. Yeah, I use that because J Love Believer says he loves Love Blind because he has moxie. Two point conversion throw. Five QBs in the leagues are able to make. That'll put an asterisk to it. That. There's four quarterbacks in the same draft class that can make that throw. Uh, did it in crunch time against top defenses with no legit weapons? Uh, okay. Uh, Rodgers had one win against a team with a winning record where it came from behind 17 or more. Love did it game through his career. Uh, Mitch Trubisky did it in his career as well. So, Jay Love, I get it, but like, I wouldn't try to bring stats to this right now. Just stop at, I'm love blind because he has moxie and I like the plays he's making. Because that's what he has. He has and that's moxie. That's where I'm at. Right. And that, but that's it. Like, you can't, unfortunately, you can't bring, like, you are bringing a water gun uh, to a missile launcher. As far <laughs> as, like, there's plenty of stats this early in his career for Jordan Love that don't measure up. But there are plenty of stats. You don't have to worry about stats right now. Just be excited. Yeah. And that's fine. Just be love blind. Like, it's okay to be love blind. I think. Be love blind for the whole year. Worry about what Jordan Love is in the future going forward. Yeah. Be love blind. Enjoy it. I'm I just mean, saying. it'd be nice to see what he does for an entire season before we decide to crown him or or trade him, right? But like, I but I can I don't I don't fault I should be clear on this. I don't fault anyone for being love blind. 
um, be love blind. I just don't like the definitive speak about Jordan Love. Like, be love blind and say, I'm loving this. I love his moxie, and I love the plays he's making, and I just love that he seems like he's just energetic and ready to be out there, and I'm just I'm sick of what Rodgers brought, and I'm excited about all this. And just be excited about that instead of speaking definitively of, like, he's a pro bowler, or he's an MVP, or he's the next great QB. Maybe he... Allow him... Like, that's putting undue pressure on him. Let him be him. Maybe he's going to be an above-average QB. And that's pretty damn good, because plenty of quarterbacks go in the first round and are not above-average QBs. But realistically, I'm going to ask you guys right now. He is the fifth... Unquestionably, do not... Do not even bring up any sort of argument me argument with me against it. He is the fifth best quarterback in his draft class. What are the other four quarterbacks one more time? Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Tua. Yeah, no, it's impossible to argue against that. Does right he now. does he top any of them? No. You can't you can't say he does. No, certainly. In his career, can he? I think he could especially Tua, I think he could top. Tua is really good in that Miami offense, but I think that is a function of Mike McDaniel. But you more can say the exact. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. But I think I think Jordan Love could do the same, if not better, if in that same system. Then also, I would say that Jalen Hurts. I do think he's really, really good. I think that the Eagles' offense is fantastic around him. Arguably the best skill position group in but, the NFL. So I'm not saying I'm not saying that you know Jordan Love would be better than that, but I'm saying. I could see Jordan Love matching what those guys are doing. Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Jalen Hurts was a, was, came in second in the MVP last year. Yes, he did. and Should I mean, have won if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, and I think at one point Matt Ryan was an MVP too. But I would say that Jordan Love could very well be Matt Ryan. I think being an MVP for one season doesn't mean as much as a body of work that I think that no, Joe a, Burrow that's and fair. that I think that Justin Herbert will achieve eventually. I think Jalen Hurts, it's hard for me to evaluate just because of how unique he is and how unique that offense is. See... Um, I get what you're saying there. And Philadelphia is an outlier in the team that they've been able to build. They're getting there yeah. very, very much like the 49ers. Again, Brock yeah. Purdy. Yeah. There's another guy, Jared Goff. Like That's that's who the Packers, I think, wanted anyways. Oh, by the way, uh, LaFleur has had Tannehill, and, and then he ran the yeah, Shanahan Mariotta offense. That. Yes, and then he had the... Um, uh, obviously, uh, who am I forgetting here? Oh, Jordan, Goff. I'm sorry. But like this offense has had Goff. And then it's had Tannehill, Jimmy G, Jimmy G, Matt Ryan, Matt, Matt Ryan for a little bit. Like this offense is designed for the most part. They want a guy like Jordan Love. Do do not question, do not audible. Make the first read if it's there. Just do what I ask you to do and run the offense. That's what they want, and that will win. Again, you will win football games with that quarterback. You just won't win it because of that quarterback, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Uh, I think Matthew Stafford a little bit last year or two years ago. There's very few quarterbacks in the league, and I think we just still need to understand this. Very few quarterbacks in the league that you win because of. Yeah, and I would even say Stafford brings another element where he can win you games just with his arm talent. All right, Robin Madison, I I feel like we need to suspend him from the show. Uh, He said, I will take love over Burrow. What? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's, That is a... Yes, Burrow has not had a good start. He's on this one and a season. half calves right now. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Daryl and Deerfield can get him another calf. He's still. Oh, by the way, oh by the way, nice. That he still good. has Joe Burrow. Still has a better completion percentage. Yeah, than Jordan Love. Joe Burrow's a meta, Joe Burrow is honestly. It feels like watching Tom Brady when you watch Joe Burrow play. It's well, the only is, real comp I can. He is of. amazing to watch. Yeah. During his two full healthy seasons, 
70% completion percentage, over 4,500 yards, averaging 35 touchdowns a year and 12 interceptions. <laughs> if Love comes anywhere close to Joe Burrow, I think Packers fans have to be through the roof. Yeah. Give him all of the 45 million. Yes. Yes. Give him all the 45 million that Dan yeah. Jones got. This guy with the hot takes. Well, Packer hey. fans should be happy if he turns out to be Joe Burrow. I'm saying if he's eight, no, I said if he's anywhere close. Like if he's 80% of Joe Burrow, I think you're Joe really Burrow happy. is a winner. You could be a winner by going to Ho Chunk Gaming Madison. That's where winners go over $12 million in jackpots last month alone. What are you waiting for? Go be a winner at Ho Chunk Gaming Madison. We're having some fun with you, Rob. Please stay a part of the show. He also pointed out at least love plays the offense and trust the teams and the plays. Rodgers. Um, would basically throw the ball to his Super Bowl friends and uh, do that over and over and over again. Okay, fair. So, um, I'm all for being love blind. I don't. I'm not like shaming people for it. Like I, it happens. I to just me. want you to recognize it. That's all. I'm just saying, love blindness is a thing. Look, I just like snow blindness. <laughs> Nothing wrong with happiness. Guys. Also, can I'll, please call in because uh, I don't. I'll do it on the air. I think primetime Wollersheim is conflating whipped and love blind. <laughs> he thinks they're synonyms. They're, they're, I never said synonyms. They're the same family of No, terms. they're not. They are not. They're close. They they're are not close. Yes, close. they are. Yes, they are. No, no, no. They're what? the same group. No, they're not. Same, not. What is it? Same That same oh. genus, not same species. Oh, my whatever God. Whatever it is. 844-770-3776 is being whipped. And love blind, the same thing. I never said the same. I said same. They're like, not even group in the same. Terms. Same family. umbrella. Same umbrella. No. Yes. Uh, How? Maybe adjacent umbrellas, but they're not the same umbrella, my friend. I would say love blind. You can't like. You can't see past what somebody's doing. You can't like get past what they're saying because no, you're so that's infatuated. not love blind. Well, okay, what would love blind be then? It means you're ignoring like red flags. Yeah, that, that's, that's. No, you said you that's can't. That's what he's saying. He's no, saying he said you can't seeing... see about what they're doing and all this. Yeah, yeah, but if they're the, doing things that are bad, they're if they're saying they're things that are like, if they're treating you improperly, that would be red flags. Okay, but that love blind is different than. Whipped means you cannot, like, you are not allowed to, like, go do things. They are controlling your, they're controlling, controlling your life. Controlling you, where love blind is like, you're just revolving your life around them by choice. Those sound like they're very close to me. Those, One those is don't by sound choice, like the other apart. is, like, not by choice. Involuntary, whipped is involuntary. Yes. <laughs> whipped is certainly involuntary. Is that why, is that why, uh... Uh, you have to be on a leash to be whipped. <laughs> JJ and Poinette chimes in. It's important to note all these guys are currently better with less time to develop behind closed doors. We should be pleased at where Love is at, but pump the brakes. He must get much more accurate to be on par with any of the top QBs. Yeah, you need to stop being in Zach Wilson range uh, to, to be really in that conversation. Uh, Zach Wilson. But we are also excited for what he's brought so far. Like- As I said, the positive, uh, third in touchdowns, uh, 13th in QB rating, top Six in uh, QBR, and the least sacked quarterback in the NFL as far as starters. And up there for the QB or the touchdown interception ratio. Right. Now the bad would be completion percentage. He's 33rd in the league, just barely in front of Zach Wilson. Uh, He is 19th in overall attempts, which just kind of just says this offense is very much, we're going to keep the governor on, and we're going to keep it very simple and not ask Jordan Love to do a lot. Again, that goes to the yards per game. So right now, Jordan Love is a... League average quarterback. For the most part, statistically, if you broke it all out, he is a league average quarterback. So we are asking you, our Packer fans, love line when evaluating Jordan Love's first three starts this season. 
Only 51% of you say yes. So it proves because that is <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> we will uh, that throw is also some... not voluntary, so I don't think that's in the same category <laughs> But either. that is also not whipped because... <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome is a lot closer to whipped yes, than yes. lump line okay. is to either. Yes, I'll yes. give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> we'll throw some stones next. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. From the first or second one to know, Matt Hamilton loves himself a good bush. <laughs> that's right, I do. And that's all because of Olsen, too. And they've been customizing commercial and residential outdoor living spaces since 1997. And they have over 50 years of combined experience in their management and design teams. Because of that, they've become one of Wisconsin's premier design build, landscaping, and outdoor living firms. From landscaping and maintenance, Irrigation to concrete work, pools, and more. If you've got an outdoor living need, large or small, Olsen Tune is here to help. You can go online to olsentune.com and get started on your project today. That's olsentune.com. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. So guys, it is time to throw some stones, and sticks and stones may break my bones, but words, boy, do they confuse me, including <laughs> poll questions at times as well. But uh, one thing I'm not too confused by, or I am actually rather confused by why they would try to do this, but I read on the internet today that they're apparently doing a reboot of The Office on Peacock. Are you guys aware of this? Yeah, we were talking about it off air yesterday. Oh, perfect. Well, I wasn't included not in that with, no, Not with you. <laughs> so, uh, those, that's are, why, those well, are our friend I, conversations. We, uh, <laughs> I had a fun little uh, poll question based off of this fact. Okay, so I'll ask, future. I'll ask you now, what do you think about this, Matt Hamilton, them trying to reboot The Office? Um, I, I, They obviously can't do it with like the same jokes. I would be, I'd be very intrigued to see how they incorporated... The last show with this one, would it would it still be Dunder Mifflin Paper Company? Would maybe they had to answer to corporate and Dwight Schrute's going to be working at corporate? Or like, I would like a strong tie to the old show, but still giving these new actors their own like platform to make the show their own. So I'm here for it. Uh, I don't know how they're going to execute it, but I thought I love The Office, so I'm in. Yeah, I right. think this is really how do you do it because the office is is obviously the American version is a ripoff of the British version. Yeah, I'm sure people who are a fan of the original were like, "Oh my God, how are you going to do it here?" And let's not forget the first year of the office, Michael Scott, not 
not really it. It was yeah. Steve Carell doing 40-Year-Old Virgin and coming back with a more goofy version of Michael Scott that we all love. That was the better version because the first year he kind of tries to be Ricky Gervais in the office, which was pure meaner. cringe. Yeah, yeah he was kind of mean and cringe. Yeah. Like for an example, my wife didn't like the first season because he's not really likable. No, Can we talk about all. how his hey, all of a sudden he came back in the second season, thick head of hair? Where yeah, in that, that first yeah, season, yeah. little thin. Hey, yeah. look, there's nothing wrong with that. You a get done when you got to yeah. get done. Well, after in Forty Year Old Virgin, when they ripped it all off his chest, they just, they just put, put it, it on right his head. head. So <laughs> when. Um, so I think if if you there do it again, right? A lot of things more satisfying. I think the key than is watching to, a bush. <laughs> I, I I think with this, it's like you can bring back a character or two to like have a cameo or have like a far like if Dwight wants to be the um, David Wallace role, right? Yeah. Like and he's just kind of a far and pops in from once in a while. Great, but you kind of have to have it all be new, mm-hmm. like okay. new characters and everything. You can kind of touch on. You can't even try to repeat. You can't have your own no. Stanley. You can't have your own. Like, no, you, no, no. You kind of you have to kind of just bring it all in now. No, fresh. Honestly, and honestly, more characters would be more like Kelly and Kelly Ryan Kapoor. and Ryan the, Ryan the Temp. Yes, they would be more like that because that's okay. a more modern office group. Yeah. yeah, yeah, younger age demo. Honestly, and the way they carried themselves and interacted and the commingling and the yeah, yeah, the social media that she had a little bit in it. Honestly, you guys have almost kind of sold me on this. I honestly, I thought I would absolutely hate the idea of this, but now I'm thinking it, it it's could It's all work. the execution. Yeah. It's there. All right. It all could right. be absolutely a terrible, terrible show if they do it wrong. All right. Well, speaking of shows, there's another sh- big show at the halftime of the Super Bowl every year, the have Super Bowl halftime show, and apparently we're getting Usher this year. Taylor Swift's been stealing all the headlines this week, but Usher will be the musical performer at the halftime of this coming Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl, what are we on? 57? 58? Whatever. Uh, well, Jim, what do you think about Usher being this year's Super Bowl halftime performer? I'm fine with it. I mean, he is, I would imagine, one of the most like popular as far as album and music. He's sold more than 65 million albums. Not bad. That's in the United States. Over 100 million records sold worldwide. He's one of the best-selling musical artists of all time. He has nine Billboard Top 100 or Hot 100 singles, 18 uh, Top 10 singles. Singles. So like, he's got the pelts on the wall. I mean, he is more. I like Justin Timberlake when he did it. He's more established than Timberlake. This is kind of the sweet spot than for the Super Bowl. It's a little bit older, but it's still somewhat relevant. And your audience that's paying the money that your advertisers want to hit are, are kind of that 30 to 55 range. Yeah. Ursher hits er, it. Ursher? Usher, Ursher. Ursher? It's in the song. Yeah, right? it is. Oh, it is? Wait, what song is Ursher uttered? Ursher, P. Shug. Yeah! <laughs> that's a new hot That was guys. good. Honestly, the only part of this Usher doing... So, I'm not a fan. Okay. Um... Never really got into it, and Usher. Usher in general, uh, or Usher. <laughs> but I will say, this: if if Lil John and Ludacris show up and they play Yeah, Ooh. I'm cool with that, because that was the one song that I actually knew and kind of enjoyed, because Ludacris's part is amazing. So I, I'm down for Yeah, Make but... Make the booty go. I, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, right? Then the pinky ring, like yeah. I'm all about the ludicrous yeah. part in that song, but the the usher it doesn't really do much for me. He seems like one of those artists where you would have wanted to bring in a couple other people from the genre and yeah. let them all kind of do the thing, like when it was what was it Eminem, 
50 50 cent, 50 cent. Uh, jay-z i think was appeared or or no dr dre appeared dr dre yeah LA so Super like Bowl. i thought that would have been really neat if it was something in that genre but i don't know i'm sure they'll do something but just just usher isn't isn't moving, isn't moving the, needle the needle for me at all all right, well, last But question. that's like a musical taste thing. Like, yeah, he yeah. Is that's exact, my preference. Yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. Who, yeah. How often does it really, I mean, how many acts, or they're not, these are mainstream acts. These are pop acts. Like, yeah. that's what the, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, go. That's really good, Jim. Honestly. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> you could really be an East Side Boy. You could be an East Side Boy with a little John. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was not so good, right? Oh, you do it then, Matt. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, 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 do it. Come on. Do it and you get the win. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Honestly, just because of that imitation, I got to give it to Jim. That was incredible. What? (laughs) Yeah. 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 She's brought Richard Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Literally the only usher. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. This is Roger Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Yeah! If the bonds are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. That is a uh, parlor trick I have. It's like I can sound like uh, one of these side boys. <laughs> Here's where it comes from. This is Roger Hamilton. And so we talk a lot about Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. We love that place. And oh, the best. best steaks around, best happy hour around. Lee over there is amazing. You got the chef's coat from there. Oh, yeah. Getting good, great happy hours over there. You know, date night. Business, whatever it is, Rutledge and Hamilton will be back out there. So I worked at a place that was not on the level of Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton, but it was a, a steak joint. It was called the Porterhouse in Florida, and they served steaks. And it was a fi- it was a high-end restaurant. You had to pay a lot of money to eat there. And I worked there uh, through college some, and I would mostly work until maybe like midnight. At around 10... It switched, or around 10 or 11, it switched from steakhouse to club that was open to 5 in the morning. And <laughs> so, Florida, right, obviously. right, exactly. So, the place called Porterhouse had kind of a, a colloquial nickname of Snorterhouse <laughs> after 11 o'clock. Okay, yeah, and. That is part of the story here, but there was a band that played multiple times a night. The lead singer looked like and was built similar to The Rock, but with dreads, but just a big, strong dude. (laughs) And they had drums, and they had guitar, and he would wear like a big fishnet like tank top thing. (laughs) Okay. And their, their opener... Every night that I worked was, yeah, and so they would play that, and every night as I'm trying to, because I would leave before things got wild, because the thing, they want no part of me, the, uh, the attractiveness of the staff went up tenfold at around 11 o'clock, <laughs> and all the dudes that looked like me, and, what? I looked, and I looked more like Matt Hamilton at that point, with the 5 o'clock shadow and the longer hair, right about that what? length. What? 
What are you so, saying? I, could, I wouldn't be working? I wouldn't be the 11 to 5 shift? I don't think you had the measurements they were looking for. <laughs> really? So, yeah, which is fine. <laughs> you got to make money. Would you tip you at a bar like that? <laughs> no. So <laughs> <laughs> You would not be happy if you went to order a drink. At and a, I gave you your Coors four, Light. At 3.30 in the morning, you're going to order a Coors Light, and you go to the bar, and Matt Hamilton's serving you a drink. That's not who you want serving you a drink. Which Fair. I understood. I owned. But that's why I, I can know these songs. Because I can't own this anymore. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. <laughs> it's fine, Matt. You'd be thrilled to get a drink from me, right, Jim? Oh, absolutely. Thanks. Oh, man. I don't... <laughs> what? Is this... <laughs> Is this the stupid remix of the song? Stupid remix? This is a great remix. Play with me! Where does he get all this creative freedom for music? Because I'm the producer. I'm going to go fight him after the show because this is not what we asked for. I don't even know what this is. This is supposed to be Take Me Home Tonight. We will put it on the fight on Jimmy Matt later. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan this is Rollins and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. See ya!